0: Hey, everybody. We are Robert, Martin, and Francis, and this is Snakes and Otters, pointless discussion of eternal questions. Get ready. We're about to live in your head rent-free. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Snakes and Otters. This is Robert. I'm Martin. I'm Francis. All right, and today we are going to be talking about our uh, favorite aphorisms. This is our Code of Honor episode, and this is going to be a
1: really good one today. Of course, I think they're all really good. (laughs) So this is awesome. This is going to be episode 29, the second... Second of our Code
0: of of Honor. Second of of our Code of Honor honor episodes. So, it's my turn to sit in the captain's chair this time. And, you know, probably this show is probably going to be one of the more serious shows we do. I mean, this type of episode, Code of Honor. Because this is is serious stuff. This is truly uh, going to relate to the eternal questions uh, that we talk about.
1: Exploring the nature of human existence. Yes. Right. yes, through, Very much so. Through the words of... Wise people. Wise people, screenwriters, journalists, who who knows? It does go right. anywhere. So,
0: since I'm going to start, since I'm captaining, I'm going to start with this one. And one of the quotes, uh, I had a couple different ones I could choose from, but the one I'm going to go with is uh, one that I've trotted out on several episodes because it's that important to me. Uh, it was truly a... Um, thinking altering, not quite life altering, because, but it altered the way I think about things uh, after my conversion and in, in entering into the Catholic Church. I came across this phrase in a papal document and it was talking about respect for the inherent dignity of the human person. Uh, it might have also been the catechism, I can't remember, but because it's in a lot of places. But respect for the inherent dignity of the human person. It's a concept that is so important because it is at the heart of how we interact with one another. Oh, yeah. It's at the heart of relationships. Yeah. And when we don't have that respect is when those relationships break down. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about, uh, I think it was the Wilhelm episode many, many weeks ago now, where, uh, you know, we didn't... you the, They were vilifying and making the... Enemy be evil, right? And you don't make peace with the devil, right. and you don't, as I said, you don't want to admit that you are the devil. That's right, right. yeah. And that's and wow. so that is a total breakdown for that respect of the inherent dignity. And why do we have that respect for the inherent dignity? You know, why is there an inherent dignity? Uh, at least for me, is important because it relates back to my faith. You know, if we are created in the image and likeness of God Himself, that is worthy of respect, right? Because no other creature can say that. And that's important. We have reason. We have will. We can think and we can choose. And how we think and how we choose is what differentiates us uh, from one another. What's what differenti- differentiates us, uh, our actions, between from good and evil. Uh, it's amazing that you say that, too, because uh, what, you, what
2: you're talking about, the opposite of which, leads to objectification, Exactly. Uh, when, when we don't have that, and ask anybody who's ever been objectified, uh, that's one of the greatest of all sins. I think it's dehumanized. That's uh, it's exactly it. And almost so much of what we do is in, uh, uh, that attacks outward the, the worst parts of ourselves. Always, you know, these uh, ad hominem attacks. That's what that means. Is you know, you're dehumanizing somebody uh, and making them less than a person. If we remember what you said and that's a core belief from us we are on the way mm-hmm. to being a virtuous society yes that that that, that is because uh, it, it's because ultimately it's everybody wins
0: and this phrase even though the the framers and the writers of the, our early uh, documents of you know the declaration and the constitution and the bill of rights they wouldn't have used this language but this is at the core that's exactly of all men are created equal. It's exactly that. It's, it's it. not yeah. that we are created equal in abilities, but we are created equal in dignity. Right. We are all worthy of respect just because we are people.
2: Yeah. This does not exclude yeah. diversity. In fact, it actually brings it forth.
0: Yeah. You know. Now, we can abuse that uh, inherent dignity. Absolutely. To the point where it's awfully hard to respect it. I, I will grant you that. Uh, You know, we all know of people uh, either in history or in current uh, political and social situations. Uh, International doesn't have to be anybody. I'm not speaking of any particular person or party. I mean, overall, Mm -hmm. it's everywhere that you can pick a place where somebody has either devalued themselves through their actions or
1: been devalued by the actions of others. So let me. Pick up the banner of something you said, and I'll, I'll go into mine. If that's all right, absolutely. Uh, give me just one moment to take a bite of a little Debbie caramel apple snack cake. Oh, I love this! Oh, yes, you, you would. It yes. might be. We used to be huge fans of the little Debbie. PB&J cakes. Yes, but you can't yeah. get those they anymore. You can't get them anymore. This is a worthy replacement. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, I they're hope so it's so not good. a seasonal
2: thing, but an all-the-time thing because oh, it is very good. Oh, my gosh, it is great. No, they're going to be seasonal. Yeah, yeah because it's, it's the fall right now. and
1: we. But you put just,
0: caramel on anything, it makes it better. Yeah, because it's caramel. It's like apple. bacon. Yeah,
1: yeah that's right. the other box I'm we whole, have is pumpkin spice pu- rolls.
2: Yeah, you can tell we're recording this in the fall.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, and I will admit, so I, yes, we, we, I did say to Marty, what are you, a uh, white girl or something? <laughs> That's yes. all the memes about white girls and their pumpkin spice pumpkin flavors. Spice. Spice.
1: We, we fell into the pumpkin uh, spice trap, but darn those things were good. They were.
0: I was really yep. impressed.
1: <laughs> so, so you were of, saying. Yeah, well, uh, and now I have to wash okay. down a little, Debbie, with a sip of bourbon. Yes, what are we drinking today? We well, are drinking... i have got, got so many larceny. on the table.
0: Larceny, yes. Larceny,
1: this is a, a really nice... Uh, Picked this up on our
0: trip to St. Miner, didn't we?
1: Yes, yes, we did. and uh, It's a new brand. Is it's, a Bardstown. Uh, Heaven Hill Distillers is yeah, the one that County, puts it out. Yeah. Uh, Old Fitzgerald mm-hmm. Distilleries. And I love stuff from Nelson County. Well, and it has a tiny bit of a sharper flavor. Yeah. Bo- a little bit bolder flavor, but no, none of the bad... Uh, no, it's very the, smooth afterwards. Yeah, it's the, uh, the, I think they're called esters. It's the chemical in the bourbon that can make you cough. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And when that's pulled out... You get a good, smooth finish. And I like the Larceny with a good, smooth finish.
0: It's interesting how different bourbons have different effects. This one, that effect is mostly in the mouth. Mm -hmm. Angel's Envy is in the esophagus and the stomach. Yeah. Mm Is It's, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a that, slower burn for lack of a heat, warmth. That yeah. warmth yeah, we're warm. learning
2: all about bourbon the more we do this yeah, because yeah. we keep branching out. The, yeah, keep trying we'll
0: analyze. eventually do a bourbon episode. Yes, we don't know when that, that will be, but there will be a bourbon episode right. in our yeah. world. We're, we're, we're doing our research now. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, the re- research involves taste testing.
2: That's correct. That's right. Lots of
1: it. So I'm going to take your, your banner that you put down there about the choice Choosing your own destiny. Hmm. Good segue. Yeah, yes. very good. that's a good setup. I even that's intend to do it. That's right. Nice one, Centurion. So one of my favorite works of literature is Shakespeare's Julius Caesar. It's it's great, great literature. Uh, it's anytime you can see it performed, do so. It's it's tremendous character study. But the line uh, is Cassius. To Brutus, early in the play, Men, at some times, are masters of their fates. The fault, dear Brutus, is not in our stars, but in ourselves, that we are underlings. Now, Cassius is, of course, goading Brutus into murder. Mm-hmm. But like most things, when I, I, I read them and I can take someone's intent and turn it just a tiny bit, but for me that means my destiny, my fate is not set. I am the, the master of that destiny mm-hmm. through my choices, not other people's. I, I, I get a vibe in the world today that a lot of people feel like their lives are controlled by external forces. You know feel from whether it's astrology or the Illuminati or whatever it is that people latch onto. That seems to be just this thing that's out there on a pretty regular basis now. It's these, it's a cosmic conspiracy to keep me down, and that's the way I I, I beat those feelings. Um, no, my life is my own. Yeah, my destiny is my own. And that's one of those those words. That's one of those quotes that brings me to that. Point. It's
2: one of the most famous quotes from that play. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's been with us uh, all for that so so long. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. No. way. Sorry. It's, a, it's it's a fantastic reminder to us that we are not meant to be spectators in our own life, uh, and it's right. we've talked a lot about the yeah. fact that uh, we've talked about uh, ingratitude and the lack thereof, and thankfulness and the entitlement that kind of is the uh, opposite side of that. This kind of talks to that because. Yeah. Uh, if you if you remove yourself from responsibility, if you remove yourself from power, you're removing yourself from responsibility. Yes. For what happens to yes. you? Yes. If, if
1: you assert that your life is not your own, mm-hmm. that you are controlled by the Illuminati or the Trilateral Commission or whatever yeah. it is, then I mean, you're absolutely right. You you forfeited responsibility as That's well. Right. well and, you've, and
2: you've got a false idea of freedom. Yes. You think freedom means uh, being free from something. Freedom
0: ultimately is the ability to do something. Yes. There's a difference between freedom and license. That's right. License is being freed from the responsibility of doing things. Right. Or being allowed to do whatever you want. Right.
1: Well, I'm going to staple eight or nine things into my face and dye my hair pink, but I can't get a job.
0: Right. And we wonder why. Yeah. I'm being discriminated against. Yeah. Yeah. So it's
1: like, well, how about you make a connection here? Take all the metal stuff out of your face, and I think you'll be able. You know what you were talking
0: about uh, when you give over to the idea that there's something else controlling uh, your life, uh, and and this goes both ways. It can be both positive and negative. You know, in a prior episode, you know, I talked about the law of attraction and how I thought that was total crap. Yeah, uh, because I don't believe the universe is just waiting to hand me good stuff. Yeah, right. And that's that's the opposite side of the same coin yeah that you know all i have to do is wait for it if i believe in it enough and what that does is it takes the responsibility of doing your part there's a great story everybody's heard it but it's about the guy he's in the middle of a flood and he calls out to god god please save me he's sitting, you know on top of the, his roof and he wants god to save him the guy comes by in a, in a boat and says hey come on get in the boat I'll save you," he says. "No, I've prayed to God. He's going to save me. I have faith." Another guy comes along in a bigger boat. He says, "Come on, I can save you." "No, no, no," and the, he goes on. The water is rising, and he's you know he's standing in the water. You know he's he's getting it's getting up to the, his the point where he's gonna die. Helicopter comes along, says, throws down a rope and says, "Here, take the rope. We'll save you." He says, "No, God will save me." He dies because. And then when he gets to heaven, he says, "God, why didn't you save me?" He's what? I sent you a rowboat. I sent you a bigger boat. I sent you a helicopter. You said no every time. That's right.
1: You know, Ultimately, sometimes
0: you have to take action when you want something to happen. Yeah, it's it's like a it's almost like a license for sloth. Yes, right? when you give over this idea to this idea that you are not in control of anything, because yeah. to be fair, there are a lot of things we are not in control yeah, of that affect us. But we are always in control of how we choose to respond to yes, it. Yes, well, that's always correct. in
1: control. That's right. In control. The outcome of anything is event plus response. That's right. It outcome. That's right. right. We and, may not get the outcome always, we always want, yeah, but in, we
0: always choose the response. Yes,
1: you're in control of your response.
0: Yeah. And if we have given over this idea where we have no control over anything, we're not living anymore. No. Living is, cha- you know, that is change. It's you're existing.
1: Growth.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And that's no way to live. Well, even even more than that, you are slowly disintegrating. Uh, You're coming apart from inside because that which makes you human is the ability to work with others and to be out in that relationship we've talked about and that communication, that conversation. By doing what you're saying here, by giving it over that, you are giving yourself permission to withdraw from all society because why would you be involved with something that's trying to destroy you? Yep. It's it's a method for isolation, and for ultimately shrinking away into dust. It's a nice little. It's an excuse not to do anything. Exactly, either. that's right. You know, which and there's that affluence again. I think our society, because of its affluence and our I don't want to say obsession with entertainment, but you could say that. Yeah. It recognizes that we really shouldn't have to do anything that is somehow seen as a good. Ultimately, it is self-defeating because, yeah, is. as I said, freedom is not the freedom to not have to not have to do; it's the freedom to be able to do. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, th- there's no such thing as a right that does not have an inherent responsibility that comes with That's correct. it. Yes. Even
1: though there are some life's that would... annoying backpack yeah. responsibility. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh oh, right. that is awesome. Well, there are a lot
2: of people that try to deny That's that. Oh my exactly gosh! Right. Right. Hang on, I got to write that down.
1: Yeah, life's backpack. Yeah, it's it's responsibility.
2: responsibility. That's right. And it goes with you. Yeah. That's
1: annoying. You Uh, might try to
2: say it's not there, but, you know, the emperor's got clothes on. We know that it's there.
1: And this ties, again, back a couple of weeks ago when we talked about thankfulness. You know, we talked about how grateful I was about this podcast, but it's the same thing. We we made it happen. We chose our destiny of, we're going to have this in our lives. Okay. And... There's nothing keeping us from doing this. There was no, no, no cosmic conspiracy preventing us from doing this.
2: Well, that, yeah. Take action. <laughs> our fault, dear Brutus, was not in our stars
0: but in yes, ourselves. Right. So I, I've got a action. corollary,
1: because yes, I, I love, love corollaries. corollaries.
0: So one of the statements I came. This is my own statement. This is not something I've cobbled from somebody else. Is that we always live out our own values. We just choose which ones are the most important at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's very much. Yeah, and so sometimes that's okay because we juggle those those values. You know, we we value family, but sometimes we work longer to take care of them. Right, and we value our friendship, but sometimes we choose other things at the moment. Yeah, Yeah. sometimes we have to. You know, we have obligations.
1: And you grow in your values too. You have to discover. Yes, there's a there's a path of discovery. You know, when you're younger, fitting in is so important. You want to be like everybody else. Yep. I want to be normal. I want to be like everybody else. Then you start to realize, as you get a little older, it's like, you know what? There's value in owning yourself, value in being yourself. Mm -hmm. And we talked about it again with the thankfulness, and I appreciated how my uh, sons, Ivar and uh, Bjorn, were unique and special, and they wanted to be their own persons. And I've learned from that, and I'm, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to fit in anymore. I want to be a snakes and otter. <laughs> I want to be myself. Well, you know,
2: Shakespeare said it so well in Hamlet, this above all, to thine, thine own self be true. true. Um, That's good stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Francis, we haven't hit yours yet, though.
2: Oh well, yeah, it, it, it's very similar in many respects to what we've been talking about here. I kind of like it when we all kind of somewhat, you know, can transition from one to the other.
1: Different flavors, different of different flavors idea. of
2: similar ideas. Because we've talked a little bit about freedom. Because ultimately, you uh, absent yourself from freedom if you think there's some giant conspiracy that your life is not your own, and you do not see the dignity inherent in the human person. Because. One of those things necessary for being able to treat those around you with dignity, there are certain things you have to give them and receive from them in order to do that. Dignity is not something we carry on our tongues. We have to be able to live it out. And there are certain things that go with that. One of those things is freedom. We've danced around that a lot here. Freedom is absolutely essential to treat others with dignity and to be treated with dignity. you can't. In fact, you can't do that. It's a sin against dignity if you were to deny that. And we've been trying to do that to other people as a species since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. It's constant. Yeah. And it's it's one of my issues that I think a lot is it's freedom to do the right thing. It's not freedom to do as you wish. We've talked a little bit about that. Right, that's license. That's license. exactly, as we've said. And my quote with this, it comes from uh, Joel Straczynski. The screenwriter and showrunner for Babylon 5. Possibly one of the greatest science fiction sagas of all time. Uh, Straczynski wrote... He's a tremendous storyteller. Absolutely. He wrote most of the episodes. Uh, The whole concept was his. He's one of my heroes because of so much. In many respects, his work on that series in the early 90s was so formative. TV didn't think you could or should do long-form storytelling in in a serialized fashion. Yes. He made it not only fashionable, but necessary. He made it possible for us to be able to binge watch stuff. That's correct. (laughs) Binge watching comes back to Babylon Five because before people didn't, you know, nothing was connected. They didn't want it to be. Yeah, most
1: most television programs are what you'd call bottle episodes. Everything has to be status quo, anti. That's right. The reset button
2: has to be hit at the end. And Straczynski
1: says, "No, that's
2: kind of Mickey Mouse. That's kind of baby stuff. People don't. People want better than that. They deserve
1: better than that. And I can give them better than that." And make it work, and he did. And it's a rea- you know it's a reflection of reality. It's it's does storytelling really reflect life? Art reflect life? And yeah, because yeah, life changes.
2: Yeah. And it takes visionaries like Straczynski, I think, to remind us that we can be better. And one of the things, and he and he and throughout that that series, he constantly did that with the characters. There's lots of conflict. There's lots of hatreds that. Back and forth, and you, and not everything is what it seems. He says that many times throughout the series. Before you go any farther, yes. you haven't
0: given us the quote exactly. So, I'm building okay. to it. Okay, that's right. All just wanted to make sure because no, this looks like we are going down a rabbit hole. No, there no, for a minute. this is
2: very deliberate because I want to lay the groundwork here because yeah. the character that is uh, that is speaking. This is from the second
1: season. He's building like a game show host here. We're we're about to find out what's behind curtain number three. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, and what and basically this this <laughs> comes curtain money hall. All
2: right, the, this comes from the second season. The episode is uh, the long twilight struggle. It was written by Joe Straczynski. and basically it's the end of a war. It's it is a war that's that's pretty much it's built up for the last few episodes, but it's kind of the tensions have been there since the beginning, and it's a redo. It's World War Two after World War One. Uh, the Centauri and the Narns, the Centauri enslaved the Narns 100 years ago. They left, and now the Narns have been aggressive to the Centauri. Things build to a head. They go to war, and the Centauri absolutely destroys the Narn civilization, pretty much. They they, they bomb them from orbit. They, they pretty much bomb them to the Stone Age, very literally. They take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. That's right sure. The, the only sure. way to be sure. That's right. That's it's it's pretty much that. Uh, they use mass drivers and they, they hurl stuff down. And the station Babylon Five. Uh, one of the characters there that is is Jakar. Uh He has been the ambassador for these for the Narn people all this time, uh, and he's he's a revolutionary. He's somebody that has grown up under occupation, has pushed back all this time, and now he's been pushed back from that by a bigger bully, and. His people have been destroyed and enslaved uh, yet again. And there's a a very tense moment at a council meeting. It's kind of like the United Nations where all these worlds come together. And basically they say, citizen Shakar, who's been stripped of all his rank, must be remanded to us, the centauri, for trial. And John Sheridan, captain, basically says, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, he's asked for sanctuary here. He's going to get it. I can do that. It's going to happen. And he says, well, okay, that's fine. I guess if you're going to do that. But I want him out of here. I want him removed now. And they try and push back, but he, but the Centauri ambassador wins. And as Jakar is leaving, he turns and he says these words to the audience, but to the Centauri and to everybody present. And it's one of those moments that absolutely chills your bones because it is so perfect. His people, people have just been enslaved and he has no power whatsoever. But he has the last word and he uses it. And He says, No dictator, no invader, can hold an imprisoned population by force of arms forever. There is no greater power in the universe than the need for freedom. Against that power... Governments, tyrants, and armies cannot stand. Though it takes a thousand years, we will be free. And every time I say those words and hear those words, I get that chill up my spine because it is so critical. Because dignity of of humanity, even though in this context it's bigger than that, dignity of sentient life is meaningless without freedom. And that's why I love that so much. It's really good screenwriting. Absolutely, it's and really that's just good. one moment. It's granted, it's one of the best moments, but that's just one moment of that entire series. Uh, that reminds us, because good storytelling, as we know, reminds us of the human condition. Yeah, and that's yep. what this does so clearly, because yep. we have been trying to enslave each other in one way or another. Rarely
0: is it formal, but it's always happening. Yeah, slavery. Uh, what makes that quote tie in so well to my quote? Is that slavery is the legalized, institutionalized yes. objectification? That's it. That's of exactly it. That's yeah. right. And Therefore, and as we said before, you cannot ha- you cannot respect somebody's dignity if they are your property. That's right. Yeah. Actually, we didn't say it that way, but that's that's exactly what boils yeah. down that's to
2: right. it. That's right. And that's what Jakar was talking about. Is that we will be free? In other words, we will be human. We will have our dignity back.
1: Man, that's good stuff. That's, I don't again, know you might like that. these these. These code words, these this code of honor, words to live by, they're coming from every every source. Oh,
2: absolutely, yeah. I mean, I've done two pop cultures. You know, you guys have, you know, you've got Shakespeare, you've got
0: papal documents. Come on, we're pulling from everywhere. Well, just to show you, that truth is truth no matter where you get the particular exactly expression right. of it. That's
2: before. right. If you can, uh, saying it well matters, and there's lots of folks that do that.
1: Amazing. Yes. Amazing stuff.
0: So, not bad. Point is, gotta be free. That's right. I want to be free. What's the song? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you've not come up with the song. I'm not going to sing it because I don't no. want to lose our listeners. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you gotta have some the freedom to be authentically you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have to have the to be able to use your. You should use your freedom to allow others that same. That's freedom. right. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Uh, and sack up and do something yeah that's right the, the, your your destiny is not controlled by others right. you know what
0: that is that's respecting the your own inherent dignity yes well that's, that's right yes yeah. yes oh yes that's yes. exactly your cult. so
1: we've talked about that we've talked about the dignity of work and things that all that comes right together and that's yeah again it's buying is uh, it's Shakespeare putting words in the mouth of a murderer an assassin. To go a conspiracy, bring others into it. Right, but it's it's
2: those that he knew to be
1: moral. Yeah, therefore he
2: had
0: to be very
2: effective. Yeah, in it, his it, he had to use that morality well, against you, him.
0: But you 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 leave out one part as far. I mean, you use it in, in the quote, but you leave out one part as the essential piece because he's talking about being underlings. Yes, cause he's using that as well. We want to be in charge. That that part is inconsequential. Yes. Yeah, you know, that's that's you could leave that out and the, the quote is just as important. Yes. And effective. Uh,
1: yes. We we we're not underlings. We are we have our own power to form our own destiny. Right. We get and, to choose then, our own response. Yes, yeah. our and that will and what was yours is that will never be denied. That's right. Though it take it, a it, thousand must, years, it must never be denied. It will never be yeah. denied. Um Yeah. It, we, it, the hardest thing to kill is an idea. That's right. Well, ultimately, yes.
2: it, 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 it's, <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like gravity. You can't, you know, you can bemoan it, but you can't stop it. But it it's still sucks.
0: That's right. Um, that's why, we, I don't think we talked about this in any of the episodes. We've talked about it in some of the show, show prep, but it's why in revolutions, uh, especially certain kinds, the intellectuals are always the first ones to be killed. Because that's the only way to kill an idea. Those are you killed the thinkers who got them.
2: Yeah, yeah. Some ideas, however, are universal. Yes, they like are freedom because somebody will
0: always come up with a, with what right. is true can, again and again.
2: That's right. You cannot stop truth, and freedom is one of those. Dignity is one of those. Responsibility is yes. one of those. Yes. All yeah. these things are essential to the human person. Absolutely, they cannot be removed from us. Woo-hoo. Except, except maybe by our own actions. Yeah. Well, in a way,
0: that's very true. We, we you know, we can give up our. Uh, dignity uh, technically it can never be taken from us uh, because it's inherent to us right it's part of our uh, nature uh, what what gets taken away from us is, is the recognition right of that inherent dignity and that's why that's the whole quote is recognizing the inherent dignity um, you know it's like it's like your soul you know i was uh, am amused by the um, uh, stories about somebody selling their soul to the devil you can't sell what you don't own you know, yeah. From our perspective, it's not. We don't. It, it belongs to God. Uh, dignity is kind of the same way. It's not something that is can be taken or given. It's right. always there.
2: Right. It can be denied. You can be
0: denied. Uh, yeah. It can be ignored. You, you can
1: choose to surrender it and not act upon it. Right. Right. Uh, which is it's basically surrendering
0: easy. to the outside forces that you're talking for- about. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, which by doing so, you then give up your freedom.
2: Yeah exactly. I Absolutely. knew we would tie knit all this together into a really cool tapestry if we yeah. just if we just roll with it long yeah. enough.
1: Yes. Listeners, let me tell you something. We were kind of winging it. Well, we wing it a
0: lot, but we really were winging it on this one. Well, we were, but yeah. we're good
1: at winging it. We are. Well, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Again, it's a conversation. It's it's a pointless discussion of eternal questions.
0: You know, it's maybe not even a pointless discussion so much as a pointless exploration. <laughs> Because really, I like it. That, oh, that okay. may be even a better way to, to, to phrase our tagline. Yeah. Well, I think that, that was a fantastic show, guys. I think that's. Uh, I don't know that we could do anything else but it, beat that horse, that dead horse, pummel that expired equine uh, oh, by going over it anymore. Yeah,
1: we gave it really good, uh, really good going through. We did. Really meaningful. Thanks for being with us here every week at Snakes and Otters, a pointless discussion of eternal questions. Be sure to spread the word on your social media accounts. Follow us and retweet us. We are on Instagram and on Twitter at Snakes and Otters. Let your friends know that they can
0: find us on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube. Just search Snakes and Otters Podcast to find us. And please, remember to leave us your comments and reviews. It helps people find us. And you can always send us an email at
2: snakesandotterspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Martin. I'm Robert. And I'm Francis. Catch us next week, same snake time, same otter channel.